You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. This is a little bit of a upsetting news to me, though, if that's the case. If some of this is going away, I feel like it should be our job to make sure things stay, you know, at the precipice of popular culture. All right, so you think like, that it's your job. You think you have your finger on the pulse of pop culture. I think that would be swass if I could do that. Oh, stop. No, it sounds so bad even when you it is not bad. try to incorporate it. Oh, no, this is... You cannot incorporate that into your everyday lexicon. That I, is not a good slang word It's the swass thing to do. All right, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan, uh, well, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> we are here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, I do want to say this. Thank you, everybody, who uses funemploymentradio.com by clicking on the Amazon link and doing all of your online shopping. Including but way. not limited to our friend Ben, who just wrote to us and yes, let indeed. us know about that. So thank you, Ben. Thank you, for Ben. For your late night shopping binge by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. That sounds kind of weird. Your late night shopping binge. Hey, I don't know what, oh, I don't know care. what Ollie buys. You buy whatever you want. You do whatever you want. Ben, Any, you buy what makes you happy. Any time of day, wherever you are, you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But just make sure you click on funemploymentradio.com. And then on that Amazon link, Don't, any time of day, nobody is watching right now. See, that just uh, that goes to a certain market. You know, if it's for the sexy market, that was there is we have no sexy market. Well, all of our market is sexy. Well, yeah, I'm just saying for the sexy it. market, you, you're going to drive them away. Click on that Amazon link. Stop driving away our sexy market. Time of day, nobody is watching. <laughs> Amazon. Okay. So uh, anyway, thank you so much for doing that. I do want to say this. We've got our special guest that's going to be joining us um, while we're going to be playing the interview that we have with him, Mr. Alex Falcone. Alex Falcone, friend of Fun Employment Radio, and of course, the purveyor of Late Night Action, the uh, talk show that takes place here in Portland. It's kind of like it's a night show, only it's for Portland, and they've been doing it for six seasons now. This is the seventh and final season, and tomorrow- yeah, they've got three episodes they're going to do left. And uh, tomorrow, live, September 10th at the Mississippi Studios, will be the first one of this last run. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have, you know, it's, it's of course, it's Alex Falcone and uh, Brie Pruitt. And we're going to talk about this particular one. I think there might be some role reversals that are going on. Mm-hmm. And if Gabe Dinger's going to be there. It's a great, great show. And Alex is fantastic. So we'll be talking to him here in just a minute. Um, but yeah, just to, to kind of talk about this slang thing. And I think we're going to get into it in a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a little while because I did find this list okay. that I want to share with you. Yeah, and I, I'm just saying, Swass is fantastic, and I once again want to make sure that I make this a proper push. I already feel like kind of like, like I don't quite grasp pop culture the way I used to, because I'll hear people say things and I don't quite get what they are still. Like the... Like no, the, we need to bring back like radical... Swole? What's... What's swole? swole? How do you not know what swole is? I mean, does it mean like beefy? No, swole is like, check out my bicep right now. So that means like you're, you're muscly, right? Check out my bicep. Totally swole, bro. Oh, so totally it sounds exactly right so. So it's just gotten lazy. No, I mean it's just it's just like, dude. Yeah, I'm totally swole. You know, you walk up and tell people that, and then they're really impressed with you. I'm pretty sure that's how you use it. Did you have any like favorite slang words when you were a kid that um, that you used all the time? Uh, radical stud. I used fresh. That's stud. You used that's, fresh. Fresh was like the coolest word to use uh. when I was uh, when I lived in Seattle. I remember it was in 1992. They used that you used fresh. Yeah, you'd be like, I oh never man, those shoes, those shoes are fresh. Ew. 
Those kicks are fresh. Those kicks. No, I never said kicks. Oh, really? I'd be like, but that'd be like, oh, your hair looks fresh. No, we used radical stud. Although I don't think a lot of people used stud. Like that's stud. I've never heard that. Oh man, no, that's totally stud. And then that we had one. Really weird. I know it does sound weird now because I think it was only a smaller. Something fresh. You're, like it sounds like you're like calling it something good. No, but that's stud. Yeah, that's totally stud. Yeah, that's how we used it. And then I remember my cousin came up with her own word that she tried to make a thing. So I think it runs <gasps> in the family. I had friends that used to try and make up things like that. Well, my, never. My cousin combined trying to make fetch work. Radical right? with stud, and she she was like, "No, it's my word now. It's called studical. That's totally studical." And so <laughs> she tried to make it work, and I kind of went with her for a little bit. And you then, can't force slang, just like you can't force a nickname. No, she was like, no, because radical and stud was what we used all the time. She's like, that's studical. I'm like, oh, my God, you're a genius. And so then I started. <laughs> Becky, you're a, a genius. genius. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so then I tried to use it. Didn't go over at my school very well, though. I tried to use it, you know, at the. Oh, God, you're like this little weird curly hair guy. I mean, like. Hey, I was already that's weird. studical, guys. Have you seen my karate magazines? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I thought it was cool. Like, hey, I'm bringing a new word to the game. Studical. And then pretty oh, much everybody God, just said, I'm so embarrassed what's for you, studical? That's like not a word. I'm like, well, yeah, it is. It's a word my cousin made. Created my it. cousin made a word. My cousin made a word. Now I'm going to use that word, too. It's okay. studical. It's combining radical with stud. And, uh, yeah, it didn't go over too well. Oh, yeah. Let's but now, stop. I mean. I don't want to hear the story anymore because it's making me sad. I was not the swass gentleman that I am now back then. But now you're super fresh. I'm swass. Don't stop using swas. See, You're not it's cool working in. You're it. getting used to it. I'm to not. Where it's going to be a thing. Everybody can use swas now. I think it's everybody's word. We can all we can all say swas. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, let's play our interview here with Mr. Alex Falcone mm-hmm. before we go too far. As we said, late night action is going to be taking place September 10th at Mississippi Studios, and then there's two more shows after that. But go to this one first. You only get three more chances to Just see. Just go it. to the first show first. Go to this one first. <laughs> and then maybe the second one, you should go to that. Well, second. I mean, you don't. I mean, don't wait to go to this to the other ones because each one's going to be different. So go to this one, and then yes, I realize what I did. That was very unswass of me. <laughs> so anyway, Alex is fantastic, and we do start off kind of talking about something we were bringing up before we went on about uh, child actors. So we'll just let that kind of roll into All right. it. Um, here it is, Alex Vacone, right here on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. But I think we can all agree kids are assholes. <laughs> that's, that's the bottom line. Please, Alex, make that like the title of your <laughs> working title of one of your books. I, I'm not that anti-kid. I love kids. I just don't like kid actors. Yeah, kid actors are something. I can say this. It's, sometimes it's the kids. A lot of times it's the parents. Oh. The parents are the worst because they all think their kid is Justin Timberlake. Yeah. It's like, nope, he is going to be a star. He has been in a Fred Meyer commercial. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've seen that, but it's a really big deal. Yeah, it's so, so obnoxious. Have you met a parent of a very successful actor? No. I have a friend who, like, most of his family's income is he has a very talented daughter. Really? And she's in, like, like national commercials act, or, like, like, in... like, movies. Oh, okay. Like, she's big time. And so he is a comic, and he'll be like, well, I was just playing, you know, the laugh hole in, in Dallas. And he'll be like, my daughter just got back from Barcelona where she was filming with George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> she's 12. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. That's, that's gotta right. be... That I, sucks. I hate when kids are more talented than me, and yeah. it would be really hard if it was your own. And, like, that's oh, successful man. at 12 years yeah. old. Yeah. 
way more than he'll ever be. Well, because the older you get, like you know, you get like the age points. Where it's like, all right, that person's twenty one and they're doing this. And like, fuck, okay, yeah. I'm thirty five. Yep, yep. You can't compare. You can't compare. I don't even like when my barista is younger than me, let alone <laughs> like an, a talented actor. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> well, you're full of oh, talent. There we go. Maybe maybe older people are grossed out by you and your youthful talent. I am thirty two. It was just your birthday. It was too. just my birthday. Happy I'm birthday. feeling it. I'm feeling thirty two. Nice. 31 was a well, nice young age. 32 doesn't 32 sound spry. 32 has a feel? It has a heft to it. I thought 33 did. 32 still felt kind of youthful. Like, you still feel like a little spring chicken. But oh, 33, man. you're lilting toward, you know, like 35, which is 40, which I, is yeah, I used to have this. Death. I would tell this joke, just like as an aside during my set, where I would say I'm in my late 20s. Very late, I'm 31. And that does not work with 32, because it's so far away from 20s. Mm. Yeah. It's just too far. Oh, it's not that far. <laughs> I don't know. Alex, oh my gosh. I've never had this. I've never dealt with this. I, everybody else cares about their ages. Everyone's what? checking their phone at the same time. No, oh, no, making sure it. it's silent. Yes. That's all it was. <laughs> because we, as you can see, we're 100% professional today. Very professional show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'd never, I'd never cared. And I, I don't like when people complain about it. So I'm going to wrap this up. But mm. I did feel it a little bit on my birthday this yeah. year. <laughs> well, I think it's, it makes it worse when you pretend to be an age that you're not. When I have friends, are like, oh, I'm 27 again. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, somebody told me that 32 was the second sweet 16. Which, uh, well, it's, it's it does feel double. a little creepy. Yeah. If I have to have another coming out ball, I just don't know if I can do it. <laughs> well, you've got something going on this weekend, which I, isn't a birthday celebration, but you do have something happening. Well, kind of is. I mean, his birthday just happened. I mean, kind of. It could, could be kind of a birthday show. Last year after my show, right by my birthday, I was like, everyone come to the bar and celebrate my birthday, and then no one came. So I'm not going to do that again. It's <laughs> too hurtful. Learned your lesson oh, that man. time. <laughs> it was a pretty good audience, and I thought maybe somebody wanted to have a drink with me. And that was the year I got my own ice cream flavor from Salt and Straw, and I had free ice cream in the bar. Nobody came. Still no. It's free oh ice cream. Oh my god! So, just used by melting ice cream. Yeah, it's just me with a gallon of ice cream named after myself, just shoveling it in my face in a bar alone. It was a, it was a little sad. Taking well, selfies with it. And, yeah. yeah. Well, because you have a wonderful sense of humor, but sometimes it's dry, and maybe people didn't think that you actually wanted them to come. <laughs> it was like, maybe that's what oh it was. no, he's probably just being sarcastic and has like too many friends and doesn't yeah, want me to. That's show what up. they were all intimidated by my my confidence and my overt sexuality. That's exactly what it was. Yes. It, yeah. Uh, it's weird to be like super proud of yourself because like the ice cream named after was like a big deal for me and then uh, no one want to share it. It was like real bittersweet. Oh. <laughs> what kind wow. of, what was the flavor? It was Falconiac. So there was a cognac mixed in uh, with some chocolate flakes and it was very good. That I mean, that sounds delicious. delicious. It, yeah. it was. It was It was really excellent. So everybody uh, who's listening right now who missed out on that, don't you feel like an asshole? Yeah. You should. I mean, seriously. <laughs> and it was a seasonal flavor so you can't even, yeah. you go to Salt and Star now and you're like, I want Alex Falcone's flavor. Not like, available. Nope. You missed your window. It was yeah, last year. that's it. So did you keep the label from the ice cream? I still have it. Yeah, I still have a okay, bucket. Okay, that's good. Oh, that's good. I actually have a bucket in my freezer with like one bite of ice cream left in it, uh, and it's taking up two-thirds of my miniature <laughs> freezer, but it's Are you saving really cool. it for, for some special occasion? Or? I don't know. It's like yeah. saving a piece of wedding cake yeah. It something. is, yeah, yeah, in that it's not as good of an idea as it seems. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be freezer burned and sad. It is, yeah. finally try to eat it. We tried. We had some saved wedding cake. It did not go great. Oh, <laughs> Well, you do have your show this Saturday. I do, yeah. So the show, you guys, yeah, so, yeah. Are, you guys are familiar with the show. The show's been running for a while, seven yes. years in now. Yeah, for somebody uh, who wasn't familiar about it, please, uh, why don't you give us a little rundown? Well, so I'll give you the rundown, and I will also say this is our last season. So we're bringing it to Saw a conclusion that. now. So yeah. uh, it's a talk show. It's just like The Tonight Show. We ripped off The Tonight Show, but we do it in Portland, about Portland. So it's at, live at Mississippi Studios. We taught, We have Portland celebrities, Portland comedians, Portland musicians. We have uh, musician Logan Lynn. We have Andy Ricker from Pock Pock, who just is opening a new wing shop this 
like just announced this week. Wow. Made news right before he came on our show. Well, like here in nice. Portland? In Milwaukee. He's opening a, you know, Pock Pock's wings. They're very yeah, famous. Yeah, my friends they call are. them crack wings. Yeah. 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 He's opening a wing-focused store. Just wings. Just wings. And uh, Damn. we got to tell Lily about that. It's yeah. Gonna be, it's going to be rad. But so he decided to make news this week. And also, uh, Kelly Williams-Brown, who wrote Adulting. Did you guys read Adulting? I did not. It's a it's a, a, a advice for young 20s. And we're going to have her like give us some updates because she's grown a couple years. Okay. And talk about how to be an adult now that she's more of an adult. Okay. Um, but right. so it's just a, it's a talk show, and it's been I think it's it's I've tried to be an important part of the city, but it has come to an end. We're selling the show to turn it into condos, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, makes sense. Just some San Francisco developers <laughs> really wanted the show. That was like a laugh and a stab in the heart. Yeah, a bit. yeah. yeah. Does, does, those are the does best better, laughs. Does better in the daytime actually. Oh, a little more profitable there. But. Oh, so stop. it is. Yeah, it's one of those great those jokes that hurts just the right I amount. Know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, that's awesome. Though. So seven seasons. Yeah, those are seven this. seasons. So five. Five years, five and a half years, and uh, but it, and yeah, we've done what we wanted to do. So I've got yeah. just three big blowout shows, second Saturdays of September, October, November, and then we're gonna shut shutter it forever and then just put it down. Yeah, the thing about doing a fake talk show mm-hmm. is that no one could come from Hollywood and be like, you know what, this show would do. It would be great as a national sh-. like it doesn't work <laughs> like the whole thing. So it doesn't. So really you understand grow. your limitations. Yeah, yeah, and we've yeah we've done it. It was great. Now, do you have any other ideas for uh, your next step, like I your next a, show? Because you are quite the showman. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, that's one of the reasons why. I decided to wrap this up is I have some other big projects coming up that I wanted to make some space for. I wrote a novel. I wrote a Christmas show. I have a bunch of stuff that I'm working on to nice. wrap up. So this is this is it. These are your last chances to see late night action. All right. And, and then you got to go. As past guests of late night action, I can tell you how much Absolutely. fun it is. And, and I've been in the audience. I've been on the show. It is a really super fun show to get to see and get to participate in. It's so cool. And you guys, so that's the other reason I have to, is we peaked last year when you guys were on, a year and a half ago. Right. It's just been I didn't want to bring it up. Then. Yeah. You know, I thought <laughs> that was a little like awkward. But... <laughs> you were apparently not expecting that. No. <laughs> I'm just like, see, and this is the thing where people don't know if you want to get ice cream with them because I can't tell if you're serious or not. You're like, surely he's not going to say anything funny now. Slurp. I know. <laughs> I'm like, he, does he like me or is he being mean again? I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, that's every time I invite someone to my birthday, they're like, oh, what a mean joke. I know. <laughs> no, for real. It's my birthday. No, no really. Well, and also, uh, so Gabe Dinger is going to be there, and then uh, oh, your yeah, writing yeah, staff, yeah. are they going to be uh, telling some jokes as well? Yeah, yeah, we've got a lot of great stuff. And actually, so you know Bree Pruitt, mm, who's been yes. my co-host for all seven seasons. So due to, uh, there was a strange thing where we were doing a writer's meeting, and we both touched an idol at the same time, and uh, we switched personalities. So Bree is going to be hosting this show. Wow. And I am going to be sidekicking from the couch. So Nice. It's gonna How be, is that? Have you practiced that yet, or? I mean, it's just, I don't know if you've ever body switched with an idol. You don't right. really practice. It's just <laughs> right. like, now we gotcha. live that okay. world. Yeah, sure. That's, well, that's it is really, on. I mean, because even though Greg and I are equal parts, like before we started the show, like he's the host, I'm kind of the co-host. Yeah. It does flip it around a little bit. That'll be interesting to I'm, see. I'm looking yeah. forward to phoning it in finally from the couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting. You, know you keep secret. it on track. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know how talented Brie is, and yeah. it's not like oh, this she's is. got it. Yeah, she's amazing, right. and it's not like her sitting on the couch has been her whole career. Like, she d- runs most of the shows she's on, so it'll be, and we've worked together in so many fashions before that it'll be super easy I think to switch and also I'm a vegetarian and so I can't talk about chicken wings but she knows chicken wings so she'll be able to handle that interview much better yeah okay so it'll be it just logically makes chicken wings sense it does that's what you got you have to look out what's best for the wings you you gotta go yeah you gotta go where the talent is for that you know (laughs) it's gonna be so fun I'm really looking forward to it because it seems like so what she does is she sits on the couch while I was at the desk and run the show and she like has to move cushions a few times and then mostly just kick back and 
Try not to yawn. That's out. like her main job <laughs> is not publicly yawning. So I think I can do it. Like, do you have confidence in yourself? I have a lot of confidence. I think so. <laughs> I've practiced like, uh, it's like the opposite of ventriloquism. I'm yawning, but keeping it from anyone from noticing it's my face. Alex, the key is going to be, though, if she asks everybody to go have drinks afterwards, will they go oh, have her? Man, of course they'll go. that's no, what's going to happen. Everybody I know. wants to hang out with Brie. Right? Everybody I wants know. to hang out with her. I mean, she's oh, just That's going to be a little bit hard at the it end. It would be real harsh if she was like, it's not even my birthday. Come have drinks. And everyone came. Ugh. Oh. That hurts me more than the condo joke. Oh, God. Everybody does like her. So when you said Christmas show, are you thinking of a show for this Christmas? Or yeah, yeah. I have a Christmas show coming up. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a super dark Christmas show. Awesome. So Love that. Finally, like like very, uh, It's it's got a warm heart, but a mm-hmm. real dark exterior. Oh, kind of like you. Yeah. yeah. Do you think I have a really dark exterior no. and a warm heart? I think I'm the other way around. No, I, think, I think it's the other way around. I, think, I, think I, I like to lure around. you in and then lull you and then poke at you. And then stab you in the heart with a yeah. condo joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I the love... the city isn't hurting you enough. I don't know if you guys have ever tried writing about Christmas, but it's the most fun. I did a, I did a sketch show for Christmas a couple years ago that I co-wrote with a few people, and this year I've decided to like, start over by myself. And it's so much fun, because anything you take with Santa and then make dark is just instantly amusing to me. Right. So, it's... Uh, the last one was called Nightmare on Elf Street, and it was like... Uh, That's really good. It was really good. And then this one, I think it's just going to be called The Darkest Time of Year. Uh, because it is and also right. it's going to be a dark Christmas show uh, but yeah so that'll be something I look forward to I'll bug you guys when that's happening oh, oh yeah so have you I announced anything else about it no this is the first time I've even mentioned that I'm doing it to anybody how uh, exciting I like to make news on a show if you I can you are it's love good. it but, uh, and everybody does a holiday show because there's yeah. so much money in it but like I don't think anyone's really doing the the anti-holiday holiday show so it's like get your work buddies from your that you like the ones you trust mm-hmm. not everybody these are the ones that you like have dark jokes with yeah the not, ones you can have your real feelings yes, with yes exactly <laughs> I used to work at a uh, like a company that was owned by a very relig- religious people and there was a secret group of people uh, who called themselves the board which was like wait people, at the company at the company so they were not official but they were like hang out and they were like it was like we're the people who you can make good jokes to and they, <laughs> they just called themselves the board and they would meet at the green boardroom which was just a bar called the green and uh, but they were like it was like the company was was dry it was run by Seventh Day Adventist so you never talked about alcohol but then they would have their secret board meetings where they would drink <laughs> so this is the show for those people the oh, cool people wow. within your creepy office gotcha now, Leave Cheryl get... from accounting there. Exactly. Yeah. She, she's <laughs> not going to enjoy this. No. Now, did you get to go to the secret board meetings? I was eventually invited to the secret oh, board. Oh, that's cool. But they don't. You don't just say, "Hey, you seem cool. Come to the board." They're you like you have to feel someone out mm-hmm. and see like yeah. are they a test from the boss? Oh. Does this person oh like infiltrators? Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Seventh Day Adventists do that. I don't have like, actually like, worried about that. Undercover. Like, Secretly, this person likes dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm the new guy, Todd. What do you guys do after work? Hey, like, hello, fellow high. Adventists. I'm hip. <laughs> yeah. Got a test. Well, you have to write. So the kickoff show for the last season of Late Night Action is happening this Saturday at Mississippi Studios. Where's the best place to get tickets? MississippiStudios.com. MississippiStudios.com. Support local endeavors. Support local creativity. Support Alex Falcone. And wish him a happy birthday. And this is the key, is that you don't have to just support me. There's so many other cool people on the show. You're also supporting <laughs> Pac Pac, and you're supporting Gabe Dinger. <laughs> and you're supporting Bree Pruitt, Bree the coolest Bree ever, Pruitt, yeah. who might hang out with you after. <laughs> <And> Bree, <laughs> Bree, here's the thing. Everyone wants to hang out with Bree, and she does not want to hang out with you. <laughs> I actually do want to hang out with you, <laughs> but nobody wants. Man, I'm the poor man. Combined Bree together, what an amazing host! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be not yawning on the couch all night. Oh, all right, we'll go check in. <laughs> all right, late night action with Alex Facone. So last season, go Saturday, September 10th. 
you know you want to go down. And I can't wait to hear more about the dark Christmas stuff. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that. Right. Right. It's going to be good. All right. Awesome. Thank you well, so much. Right. Yeah, thank you. All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Well, Mr. Alex Falcone right here on Fun Employment Radio. I always feel like we have to say, like, Mr. in front of it for Mr. some reason. Alex Falcone. He is Falcone. a mister. I think it's because he comes in and he usually has, like, he's usually dressed nicely. He's always dressed nice. He's dressed like a grown-up. Well, he's dressed like business casual, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I guess that's... BC, a little business cash. No, nobody says that. That is a bad it's slang. It's a slang term, that is a slang. That is a bad slang term. Nobody uses BC. <laughs> that is not a good one. Um, but yes, anyway, Alex Falcone, go see a show. It is really fantastic. Late night action at Mississippi Studios, so get your tickets. Uh oh. Headphone problems. <laughs> oh, hi there. Hello, my friends. Hello to you. Hello. My name is Sarah Dillon. Stop looking at me like that. It's weird. You're weird. You seem like you're going to be the crazy lady in the neighborhood when, like, trick or treaters come around and you're going to call them friends. Hello, friends. Hi, friend. No. Okay. Wait, what, why would I call trick-or-treaters? I don't know. You know I don't answer the door. No, that's true. Ever. So, All right, I mean, so maybe that wouldn't happen. work out. Okay. No. That's what you'll call your cats. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> Hello, not going to have a cat. <laughs> You're going to be a like cat lady. Friends. All right, whatever. Hello, people. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, a story out of Sutherland, Oregon. Sutherland. Sutherland. Do you oh, know yeah. what that is? I do. Yeah, it's down by, uh, like, Roseburg, Southern Oregon. That's well, Sutherland's in Southern Oregon. Sutherland is in Southern Oregon. All right. Well, an Oregon truck Sutherland driver from Sutherland Su- was the winner of a $9.4 million lottery jackpot. Bastard. Yeah, so, but he's a truck driver. He's been a truck driver for 17 years, and he is such a good truck driver that on the way to collect his winnings, he actually continued to do deliveries. Wow. After he found out. Dedicated. And he said that he's still going to continue to be a truck driver. Wow. Because he likes it. Well, yeah, okay. His well, name good is, for him. Uh, then. I then know, he's just right? doing it because it's it's a hobby he enjoys. But that means he w- was also had a job that he enjoyed. You know what they call much. it when you're uh, when you're a truck driver? It's driving truck. How do you know that? Because I had a friend whose dad was a truck driver. He's out driving truck. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's out driving truck. I had a neighbor who was a truck driver, but I don't remember him ever saying and that. And he'd go out and drive truck. Yep. And he would drive truck. Mm-hmm. Worked for. Well, it sounds weird. It sounds like broken, but no. Yeah. Okay. All right. Driving truck. Uh, so this is Eric Tackett of Sutherland. He matched all six numbers for the Oregon State Lottery's uh, Mega Bucks drawing on August 31st, uh, 31st. 4, 6, 15, 21, 38, 40. Those were the okay. winning numbers. I could see deriving some joy out of being a truck driver. I think that would... I mean, it, that's long hours, but you get to see a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Get to camp out. Mm-hmm. Camp in the back of your I truck. I like every idea of it except for actually driving the truck. Yeah. I, that's a lot of responsibility that I wouldn't except want. Except for driving truck? Yeah, I wouldn't want that mm-hmm. responsibility. Oh, yeah. Tackett said he initially didn't believe his wife and frequent travel companion. That's so cute. So him and his wife just travel around in their truck. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, his wife, Bethany, when she actually checked and said that the ticket was a winner, he said, that, he said that he thought everyone was messing with him when they told me I won $9.4 million. I had Bethany check the ticket more than 50 times on all kinds of different computers and phones. Well, uh, so he also managed to match three of the winning numbers in a separate set, meaning he also won a free ticket. I don't know what that means. That's some mega bucks. Thing. Okay. Yeah, so he arrived in a semi-trailer at the Oregon State Lottery Office after dropping off a trailer load of drywall on his way to claim the prize. He said it was on the way. Might as well just do it. All right. Yeah. He well, said, this guy's uh, all right. 
Never mind. I, I rescind my bastard comment. Yes. Uh, so he claims his winnings and plans to continue his 17-year career of truck driving despite his $9.4 million jackpot. He did settle for the uh, the lump sum, so he took three home $3 million after taxes. All right. Yeah. So good for him. This story kind of made me laugh. A career ki- uh, criminal. There's a lot of C's in this. That's why I'm getting thrown off. A career criminal named Andrew Coffey has been charged with throwing coffee on a fellow inmate after he was already incarcerated in a Florida jail. Coffee like the drink only spelled different? No, it's spelled. His last name is Coffee, and he was charged with throwing coffee okay. on a fellow inmate. Okay. Coffee threw the coffee. Okay. See, because this is his last name, and then he threw the coffee. I'm going to bleep that out of the final product. Investigators allege that Florida man Andrew Coffee, 53 years young, admitted to dousing the 21-year-old victim with coffee. Uh, coffee... Explained that throwing the coffee was better than actually beating his ass. That was the direct quote that he said. Well, uh, Coffee reportedly told investigators that he's been getting annoyed by the uh, by Jones, the other inmate, because he is much younger than him. So uh, Coffee is a repeat felon with a lengthy rap sheet, including attempted murder convictions. This is the first time that he's ever been in trouble for throwing coffee. I mean, it's a good superpower. I mean, if your last name is going to be Coffee, that's what you do. You throw coffee at people. Send a, you set a precedent. Could be a, you're like your G.I. Joe character. Coffee. Coffee oh. man. No, no. That's not his. No. No. All right. Well, do you remember when we've been talking about the Greensboro, uh, North Carolina clowns? Uh, yes. The clowns that are on the edge of the on forest. On the edge of that, the forest that keep coming uh, out. and like lure people into the forest? Yes. Yeah, no. Well, not only is it, you know, affecting, you know, fears uh-huh. in, in Greensboro, North Carolina, it is affecting the local clown economy. And let me tell you the story about a uh, North Carolina clown couple who say that the mysterious clown sightings have crippled their clown business. Oh, no. This is a sad clown story. So it's clown on clown crime, really. Clown crime. Yeah. So there have been at least six reported clown sightings uh, in Greensboro, just even in this past week. So whether reports are real or not have certainly concerned parents and law enforcement hasn't been able to catch any of the clowns. But this is, of course, the most serious situation for the professional clowns who okay. live in Greensboro. All right. Uh, so much so that one clown couple is considered giving up clowning altogether because they say they don't have very many options. So Joseph and Lisa Brown, they're a married couple, better known as Jazz and Jojo, have made clowning a major part of their lives. Uh, Lisa, Lisa, a.k.a. Jojo says, uh, we want to make kids laugh and adults laugh and ease worries uh, away for the day or the hour that we're there. She's been a professional clown for 14 years. Joseph, her clown husband and a clown school graduate, has been a clown for 25 years. All right. Okay. So I guess Joseph is Jojo and she's jazz. Uh, So Joseph. Okay. Joseph uh, has gone as Jojo the clown. Says I. Wait a minute. He's Joseph. Okay. He's Joseph and Jojo. Okay. He's Jojo. She's jazz. Yes. Okay. So Lisa's Jazz, Joseph's Jojo. Okay. Yeah, so uh, they've both enjoyed being clowns, and now they're. Uh, it's upsetting to hear about people impersonating clowns and scaring children. Jazz, a.k.a. Lisa, says, I'm angry because we've worked so hard at being clowns. They're ruining it. It makes me sad because I don't understand why they do it. Now they say they're scared to go out in their clown costumes in public. Oh, no. Jojo says, what would we run into? Will we be pulled over by the sheriff or police? Will we be chased down by somebody? Oh, my God. Birthday parties, nursing homes, restaurants. The couple used to have as many as 10 gigs a week. Since the clown sightings, that number has dropped to zero. Oh, boy. The phone's not ringing. We've been seriously talking about just between the two of us that we should probably maybe just give up clowning. Jazz says, a tough decision to consider knowing what, uh, why they do it in the first place is for the smiles on Why don't they go faces. after these rebel clowns that are messing up the whole thing? Why don't they s- stage their own 
kind of a, you know, I don't know, vigilante clown justice. Well, JoJo and Jazz. Go after these guys. Hope that their profession that has been decades in the making and a dream of theirs, a lifelong dream. Have they figured out who these rebel vigilant or these rebel clowns are that are they luring people into the, the forest? They haven't found the rebel clowns. They have mm. not found the rebel clowns. Jazz and JoJo just want to keep doing what they love the most in the world. Which is clowning. Which is clowning. Again, good for them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, more, more power to you. Think I of the know. clowns. What was the clown economy like before this? Uh, they said as many as robust. 10 gigs a week. Just robust. Ten, yeah. A robust, thriving Cl- clown, econ- clown economy. Man. Wow, that's a fun word to say. Clown economy. Yeah, Everyone clown say economy. that. It's really fun. It rolls off your Clown economy. A robust, thriving clown economy. A robust, is thriving sh- clown economy. A robust, economy. thriving clown economy a is in shambles in Greensboro, North Carolina. As rebel clowns are exiting the forest, luring, tempting, unwitting passersby into their shocking and terrifying secretive forest. I don't know. I ran wow, out of Wow, you did. I got like, close. I got there. close. You were pretty close. I was close. Into their forest of shadows. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, you could have gone there. Yes. I mean, because it was, it's a forest and their shadows. No one's there. laughing in Greensboro. Oh, especially JoJo and Jazz, <laughs> who have had... A 25-year clown career that they've seen going down the drain. Chuckles have turned to fear, Avs. Or something like that. Chuckles yeah. have turned to trembles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. In Greensboro, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> the robust, thriving clown economy robust is in shambles. Robust, thriving clown economy. Tumbles down. Okay. Well, that, my friends, is your world crazy. <laughs> God, do you ever just sit back sometimes and be like, God, we're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We'll never know how many clowns fit in a car, but we can imagine it's much more than can fit in a forest. How many tears will fit in that clown car? How many clowns can fit in a forest? Well, we're fit to find out as we... That's terrible. Our, what? No, that was all right. Fit, fit to find out. Fit to find out. <laughs> yeah, and then I was going to talk about our action, clown action news team that goes out into the forest to try to find them. You know, you send out Steve... Steve, Steve's the reporter to, that always gets stuck with the real shitty jobs. Steve always gets the shitty like jobs. Like if it's snowing or there's a hurricane, Steve's got to go down uh, to the beach. When I worked like at Coin, stuck in the hurricane. They would, uh, yeah, yeah, they would do like windy. a. They would Rochambeau to see who would have to go out and like be the person standing in the snow. Yeah, no. Yeah, because they'd be like, "Oh, look, the snow's up to here. <laughs> it's like <laughs> two inches of snow, and they have real to stand deep. out there." <laughs> It's uh, It used to be this low, but now it's at least two inches. <laughs> Steve, how is it out there? But sometimes in the snow drifts, I can get out to at least six inches. Oh, be careful out there. It's mighty treacherous. Clowns. Yeah, okay. I'm yes. not sure where to go with that. I don't know. Either. All right, but anyway, with the slang thing. Mm. Let's. Mm. Uh, so I did find this thing. So you were talking about the slang thing, and randomly enough, I did find this list. So did you know that, you know, because slang, things ebb and flow. A little bit, like some slang terms come, some you know, some sticks, some go away. Are you rapping with me right now? I'm rapping. I'm getting doing? real. I'm my right. my hat is backwards. My chair is backwards. Uh huh. My arms are crossed. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, let's get real. Okay. Okay. All right, tell me. See, bro's a slang term. That I guess. I guess so. Yeah. So I guess uh, there is. Uh, I found this thing where it's uh, electric literature. So it's this company that has been studying different uh, types of slang phrases over the past 50 years. Mm-hmm. And they're slowly starting to assess which slang terms are actually kind of being phased out. Okay, but SWAS is still coming back, I'm assuming. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. So it's called the Dictionary of American Regional English, or DARE. Not DARE to keep off drugs. Okay. 
but this is the dr- so what are some of the ones that are th- that that were all right so this is, the ones since 19- this is what i want to know because i want to re- i really do i want to get my uh you know voca- vocabulary up you know, it, I think it would be cool to bring back some of these things and I'll be different you and I'll could, stand out. So you know what, what are some of them? You'll help save them from, from the precipice mm-hmm. of being eliminated. Yes. So tell me right, some. I, I swear, the first one is barn burner, which I actually use. Y- you and you do were just use that. making yeah. fun of me. I know. You also use the hooskow, which the only person I know who uses. What, the hooskow? Hooskow. What, for jail? Yeah. yeah. The only person I know that uses that is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> the only it's person. i barn burner. Send them to the Hooskow. Yeah, you're going to send them up, upstate to the Hooskow. Mm. Yeah, so I was looking at these, and I don't even recognize some of them. And I, I guess it, uh, they're in different provinces. All right, what do you think be one's bean water, be on one's bean, bo- bean water means? Be on one's bean water? That sounds be gross. Be on one's bean water. Oh, I want to be on one's bean and water. And this is a, this is slang from New England. That's Oh, I don't know. I don't, I'm afraid of what it's that not, means. They're not dirty. This is a it's slang term. I'm just afraid everything's going to be secretly racist in some way. I, well, that's the fear that we have being beyond, broadcasting. Beyond one's bean water. Mm-hmm. Or there's some dirty connotation. Right, so what being, does it mean? Being on one's bean water is to be in high spirits, feeling frisky. Beyond. No, I'm feeling. Uh, use it in a sentence. I, does it give it give you a sentence option? I don't know. This is in Jeopardy. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you sure look like you're being on one's bean water. I'm not sure how to use that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start using you it. Should do it. All right. Uh, how about this? I'd I'm like fit a fit to be on one's bean water. All right. Here's. Here's another, there's uh, another phrase uh, that's chiefly North Atlantic. Okay. It's called uh, a bonnie clabber. What? A bonnie clabber. A bonnie clabber. Oh, I'd like a big glass of a bonnie clabber. Oh, gross. Why? It's thick, sour milk. I don't know why. A bonnie clabber? A bunny, a bonnie clatter. Clatter or clabber? Clatter. With a T? With a D. Or oh clabber. Clabber. <sighs> Like how? Like <laughs> bunny clapper. <laughs> like with a B as in boy or yes. a D as in dog? <laughs> bees. They're all bees. Oh my God. You're so frustrating <laughs> right now. No, throw that one out. That one's done. All right. What about a frog? Oh, it's a real frog strangler out there. A frog strangler? Are you just making things I up? I swear I'm not making this up. This is from uh, the South. This a is frog a phrase strangler. Oh, it's a real frog strangler out there. Okay. What's that mean? What do you think it means? But I, I don't know. It's stormy. Close, Greg. It's a heavy rain. Okay. So you either say uh, a frog strangler or a goose drowner. A goose drowner. <laughs> Which is horrible. I like a goose drowner. That's good. <laughs> oh, man, it's raining so hard out there. It's a real goose drowner. Okay, um, goose drowner. I like that. All right, say, all right, so here's a phrase for this next one. It says, uh-huh. hey, are you going to have that last button on Gabe's coat? Wait, what? You're going to have that last button on Gabe's coat before you go out in the goose drowner? Yeah. Okay, what's the, what does that mean, last button it means on the last bit. the last bit of food. The last button on Gabe's coat means the last bit of food. Last bit of food. This is gonna, uh, South Midland. All right, I'm going to eat the last bit of Gabe's button on his coat before <laughs> I go out into the goose drowner. But I uh, tell you what, though, even that's even even though it's a frog strangler out there, I'm fit to be on bean water. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that okay, that works. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, the last button on Gabe's coat. Last button on Gabe's coat. Yeah. Okay. All right. They have a lot of ones for rain. So another rain one is uh, trash mover. Trash mover. Alright, you know what a whistle pig is? No. <laughs> what is a whistle pig? A groundhog. Oh. A groundhog is called a, a whistle pig? Yeah, also known as a woodchuck. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna again try to put this into a sentence here. Do it. Alright. Um I'm gonna have the last bit of Gabe's button before I go out into this goose drowner. And uh, you know, even though it's a frog strangler out there, I'm fit to be on bean water because it'll probably wash up some of these whistle pigs. That was really good. 
All right, another um, creature is a, a skill pot. You know what a skill pot is? No. It's a turtle. A skill pot? Skill pots, are, it's uh, from the District of Columbia, Maryland, Virginia, and West Virginia. They call turtle, well, the slang term for a turtle is a skill pot. Okay. All right. Uh, they call so uh, a dragonfly is a sewing needle. Uh, okay, I guess I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, pot cheese. What's pot cheese? <laughs> cottage cheese. Pot cheese is cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this one, I think this is actually kind of cool sounding. So a cheap or illegal whiskey is called a pop skull. A pop skull? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I, this may be too many. I don't know if I can still do it. Okay. I'm going to have the last bit of Gabe's button. <laughs> Somebody's saying it's the last button on Gabe's coat. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Wait, whatever it is. Gabe's buttons? <laughs> Maybe that means something else. The last bit of Gabe's button is a different kind of phrase. Last button on Gabe's the coat. The last button on Gabe's coat. Let me just finish up this last button on Gabe's coat before I go out into the frog strangler. Luckily, it's washing up a bunch of these pot kettle. Wait, where were they? What are the supposed to remember this. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay, I, this may fail. This may fail. A whistle pig. No, a whistle pig is a gopher. What is a turtle? A uh, skill... Oh, God damn it. God, skill pot. <sighs> okay. Skill pot. Okay. Whistle pig. And, and skull pop. Pop skull. <laughs> okay. I'm going to finish up the last button on Gabe's coat before I go out into this frog strangler, but I tell you what, I'm fit to be being... on... I'm fit to be on bean water... Because I just had a little bit of pop skull, and I'm going to go out in this goose drowner because it's washing up the whistle pigs. <laughs> I like whistle pig, by the way. I think that's my favorite one. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. I'll bring those back. There you go, Greg. Will you please the bring The last, last, last button, button on Gabe's on... coat or whatever it is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> last button on Gabe's coat. The last bit of Gabe's button is not it. Oh, wait. Really quick. I do have to do just a little bit of ball talk. Oh. Uh, just a very oh. quick, just a very quick one. Okay. Because I know I have to get out of here, but uh, I have to. I do have to make my predictions. I mean, so far I'm pretty much 100 percent correct. You're absolutely on all of my not. Predictions. You're 66 percent. Well, yeah, but one of them didn't count. So how how does it not count? Well, there are some various mathematical ways I could explain that to you, but I mean, I don't want to bore you with the numbers. Virtually, I'm 100 percent correct. On uh, on my predictions. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. So we do have the college football happening this weekend. Now, last weekend uh, was the opening season, and I did uh, opening of the season. I did make my predictions then, and it is time for me to make my predictions now. Before I do that, I will say this: of note in the NFL, we all know about the Colin Kaepernick thing. I don't need to go into details about what that is. Is protest of kneeling during the uh, national anthem. And now there are more and more athletes that are following him in his footsteps. Megan Rapino from um, U.S. Women's Soccer, she is now doing it in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. And the first ever full professional team, the Seattle Seahawks, this weekend the entire team will take a kneel during the national anthem. Really? Yep, the entire team will. Hmm. And I believe that may even include, uh, include the coach. So I might even include him, Pete Carroll. But we'll we'll see what happens with that. All right. Now, time for my predictions. I'm going to pick three games, three matches that I've studied hours upon hours and upon hours for, for this weekend. So much study. To let you know who is going to win these college football matchups. It'll provide more 
of the meaning behind these games, although you don't really need to watch them because I'm going to tell you who won them. All right, here it is. First game we have, starting off, Saturday. Penn State at Pittsburgh. Penn State at Pittsburgh, the Battle of Pennsylvania. The, the Steel State. That's probably not what it is. I don't think it is the Steel State, but I'm just going to say that anyway. Home of ketchup and chocolate. Is that what it says? Well, no, it's Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, and then, like, Nestle's there, right, I think? Boy, no, I, I don't know. You're else. just full Hershey, of fun facts. Hershey's there. Okay. Hershey, Pennsylvania. I am really beefed up on my Pennsylvania facts. You are. Penn State at Pittsburgh. I feel like the we winner all learned a lot. will be Pittsburgh Pitt. Mark it down. That is a winner. Moving on. The next one will be... South Carolina at Mississippi State. The Gamecocks at the Bulldogs. You're so weird. The winner will be the Gamecocks. South Carolina. The Southern USC. So there we go. South Carolina. Pitt. And the final match, Sarah, I don't know if you have it pulled up, but I would make that prediction if you wanted to. Okay. If you had one. Not Oregon or Oregon State. Why not? Because you're afraid? And no. St- yes. Too much backlash, no matter what. I don't get credit when, I w- when I'm when i right, which is most of the time. I just get angry emails and comments. So what do you got? Uh, I'm I'm waiting for it to load. Oh, okay. Well, why don't I just pick one? I think you. you should just pick one. All right. We'll do Washington State at Boise State. The Washington State Cougars losers to a Division II school last week, despite being heavily favored to win. They lost to Eastern Washington University. At home. That's why you can never heavily favor WSU to win. No. No. Um, but it's up against like a really good team, and that's when well, their star are, shines. They are at Boise State. And Boise State, you know, traditionally a good team. Maybe not necessarily this year, but I do predict that this will happen. The Cougars are going to be eating some Broncos on the weekend. Wait, what? What does that even mean? Did they, do Washington you mean they were going to win? Cougars, and they're going to It's Boise State Broncos. The Cougars are going to eat the Broncos. Cougars over the Broncos. That is your final prediction. Washington State, Pitt, and God, did you just forget who you picked? Gamecocks and the Gamecocks. Uh, it's Friday. There we go. Those are your predictions for the weekend. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yes, yes, yes. How you doing over there? All right. Just doing great. Be better off as the USC Whistle Pigs. I like the Whistle Pigs. That's my favorite Skull one, Pops I think. Skull Pops are good, too. Pop Skulls. Pop Skulls. Yeah, I'm bringing all these in. Last Any? button on Gabe's coat. The last bit of Gabe's button. No, last button on Gabe's coat. The last button on Gabe's bit. Or his coat. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic. We, of course, will be back on Monday with our regularly scheduled programming, and we have a bunch of guests that are going to be joining us. want to remind everybody that Sunday, September 18th, is the 
Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup finale oh. at the Landmark Saloon. And we really, really, really would love to see everybody out there. 12.30 p.m. is when we're going to be starting. We've got a whole video thing that we're going to be doing where we would love to have you guys out there. The more people, the better. It's going to be so much fun. Six breweries, cornhole tournament. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. And so that's going to be Sunday, September 18th at the Landmark Saloon. We'll be talking about it all next week. But just mark that on your calendar come out to the Landmark Saloon. Awesome. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I mean, it'll mean a lot to us. And yeah, it'll it's going to be a, a lot really of fun. fun time. Yeah, it'll be a great time. All right. Uh, I think that about does it for today. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Love you all. Mind first. Ah! You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.